Hello and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Tony and Tiff, Coach to Coach. Our podcast covers all topics coaching. Listen in and enjoy it as we upgrade each week and speak about things with passion, energy and enthusiasm to help you get the very best of life. Hello. Hi, Tony. Oh, hi, Tiff. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? I'm really well. So good to be online again and talking to you tonight. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, always a pleasure. Yeah, and we've got a beautiful topic tonight, um, one that I can really feel like I relate to at the moment, mm. <laughs> talking about silence. Yes. Or stillness, however you want to call it. I guess there's probably a bit of a difference between both of those, but um, people will get the drift. They will, yep. Yeah. So tell me all about silence. I'm I'm needing some silence in my life at the moment and I enjoy when I do find silence I um or stillness, I um I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's um it's it's definitely something I'm working on at the moment as well. Uh so for me even just pausing as I'm speaking uh, brings more of that silence into my into my world and that stillness into my world. But I'm really it's for me it's really about learning how to sit still and and sit in my experience of what's coming up for me at the moment. So I have been as we, as I've discussed on the podcast, I've I've made a very big change in my life and I've been very, very busy. Uh, and in the busyness, I've been almost, I guess, probably running from my feelings. So for me this week, this week's been all about slowing down and being still and feeling what's coming up. So that's, that's the theme for me with uh, stillness and silence that's going on for me at the moment. What about you? Yeah, look, I think, I think, um, Certainly, you know, my life I've had lots of periods of times where of stillness and silence, but you know, equally times of real frenzy and you know, running around being super busy. Um, I don't know, but it seems today that everybody is super busy. Um, mm. You know, we've we've we we live in this crazy world where, um, you know, we still only have twenty four hours in each day, but. I know with me, I can fill them up and do all sorts of things and um, it's really important for me to try and take some time to find some time, usually first thing in the morning, where I can just be still, where I can just be silent, having that quiet time, you know, finding peace and reconnecting with with who I really am and, you know, just just actually spending that time to go inward and reflect um, often helps me but... You know, the point you raised there, Tiff, about, you know, your own silence and, and having to just to slow down and pause. Um, I think it's really important, you know, it's almost as if we, we've we've preoccupied ourselves with just being busy, 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 constantly busy, constantly looking at the phone, constant emails, constant messaging, you know. Yeah. The busyness. And I guess for me, silence is almost the opposite of that. It's like shutting that stuff out and just trying to sit in the stillness, in the silence, not necessarily doing anything, but just 
you know, being aware of the quiet. Yeah, and 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 not filling that space up, you know, like I think yeah. when we create that space, it, it does a lot of things for us. It, it calms our nervous system. It allows for new ideas. Uh, it allows our brain to process things subconsciously that we may be struggling consciously to deal with. Uh, it, it does, it does an awful lot. Yeah. Just creating that, that, that quiet and that space. And, you know, it really can be as simple as, as you said, a morning practice. Uh, it also can be things like just pausing during the day to just absorb what's going on around us and really noticing through all of our senses, you know, uh, I'm sure our listeners would have heard of the term mindfulness, but just becoming aware of, of what's in our environment and what we're noticing and just being with that. That's, that's another really great practice, I think. And it's a good one to be able to just do whenever you think of it uh, during the day. So for me, it's, it's about finding all the little ways to bring in those moments uh, in the day, because as you said, we do get really busy in our world, the way that it is these days. And sometimes uh, people can struggle to get those morning practices as well. I know I definitely did for a very long time. I'm pretty good with it now, uh, but it's taken a long time for me to get a morning practice going. So what I used to do when I couldn't get the morning practice is just focus on those, any of those small opportunities to uh, just bring in more stillness and silence. And even as I said before, as I was talking, even just literally to pause slow down as we're speaking uh, helps to create that silence and that stillness within us as well. Yeah, I think we're so conditioned, aren't we, to want to fill the space up with words or things or something. Mm. You know, even our thoughts, it's very difficult just to have a silent mind, you know, because our thoughts keep uh, racing in or they can tend to come in and, you know, just we get, we can easily be um, distracted by those sorts of things. So very hard to um, sometimes practice that silence. But as you say, practicing the mindfulness around it is an excellent way. I know, and just speaking coach to coach, you know, when a lot of what we talk about here on this podcast is that ways that, you know, um, we can work with other people to try and cultivate practices that, help people towards their particular goals you know whatever goal it is and whether they want to improve their life and I know one way that I've improved my life is sitting down in the silence often on my own reflecting even journaling you know in that's in that having that period of silence and then writing down what comes through as you said being open in the silence to different or new thoughts or ideas coming in, you know, the brain, the patterns in the brain and the, the neural pathways being open um, to be able to, you know, have those new thoughts or those new creative ideas that come up. It's a bit like the mud in the glass, you know, that uh, the, 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 the mud, the, when you shake the glass up, the, it's, the, the water is muddy and yet when you let it be still, the mud settles, the sediment falls to the bottom, you know, and we can see more clearly. I don't know if you've ever even been swimming in a in a lake or a river where, um, you know, the sediment on the, is settled on the bottom and it's quite clear, but as soon as you get in there and you start moving around, everything 
all the mud surfaces and the water gets murky. You know, it's a bit like that for me in, in silencing the mind is letting that mud or that sediment settle. Yeah. And just allowing, you know, the clarity to come through naturally. Hmm. Jeez, I like, yeah, I, like that. I like that metaphor. I'm good with metaphors. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I felt that as you were saying it. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So uh, another aspect of this too that I've been looking at uh, with my own personal history is that I uh, can certainly identify with chaos. <laughs> um, yeah. I I grew up with a lot of chaos uh, in in many ways, and I also had a lot of chaos uh, in my personal life for a lot of my adult life. I've, I've, I sort of, I guess it was the patterns from childhood that I brought through into my adult life yeah. uh, and became very accustomed to it. So, you know, when, when we're used to chaos and stress, uh, it does all sorts of things to our stress hormones, um, releases, you know, almost like a drug through our system. And I'm, just sort of coming to terms with that really after this change that I've made uh, and being um, in a different environment and being able to really yeah. take charge of my mindset uh, in the stillness, I'm really noticing a tendency that I have to create chaos and create intense experiences and uh, fill up that space, you know, so to speak with or muddy the waters Um just because I'm so used to it. So yeah, that can be definitely one of the things that coaching can help with is just to get a bit of clarity around that because I wasn't aware of the fact that I was doing that until very recently. And now that I'm aware of it, I can, it's, you know, it's again, as we've sort of spoken of before, that when you have that awareness, uh, that's the first step. And then the acceptance of the, the reality of our situation and then you can take a different action. So wanting to that's certainly yeah. Yeah, is is something that I'm really looking at at the moment and changing that pattern of chaos to stillness. Yeah, I think um I know when I think of um well chaos is really the opposite, isn't it, of stillness. When you're when your life is in chaos, it's very hard to be still. Mm. Um it's very hard to to to, to find that silence. And yet, ironically, it's the very thing we need to be able to get that clarity. Um, you know, I, I was just thinking as you were speaking about, you know, even talking when we talk in conversation with each other, um, you know, I don't know, but, you know, I'm just thinking about, thinking of examples, you know, whether it's talking to somebody at the shopping centre or a colleague at work or a friend over the phone, you know, how often do we let the spaces, the pauses in between just be, you know, um, or are we just prompted to fill it automatically and to respond when somebody is silent? It's a cue to almost fill that space up with words and a response hmm. as if we're uncomfortable with just that silence um, and not actually saying anything. You know, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, discipline around not jumping in there and just letting that silence be and I know that that was one of the challenges with me with coaching you know was just to be able to pause and not speak but just let that silence or that that period of silence just be to allow a client to be able to 
either not say anything or let their thoughts or ideas or whatever they wanted to talk about, their feelings, to come through without me jumping in as a need to fill the, the silence or the, or the gap between our dialogue, you know. Um, yeah. And sometimes that can be, you know, for, for me I think it's almost that sort of chaotic thought process, you know, where, where we're jumping from one thought to the other without even letting that, having that, having that space or that pause for um, silence, um, consciously or unconsciously. I think a lot of times it's unconscious, but, you know, really being able to consciously pause and slow down, um, you know, even now as we talk, you know, just having that pause sometimes feels unnatural because you almost expect people to say something or jump in. Yeah, you do, definitely. It's, um, I think it's... It's a bit of a skill. It, it's a it's a bit of a lost art, I think, in yeah. in communication these days. And you know, we're all so used to texting and emailing and everything else that I think there's it's it's a pretty common thing that people have almost forgotten how to listen and how to just sit and be. Uh, it's and it's a beautiful thing when you get to have those conversations. And as you said, as coaches, we're definitely trained to be able to do that. Uh, and it's a skill that you have to acquire but it's it's it is a beautiful experience when you can have that with another person for sure yeah and i think the the there is a lot of i mean silence doesn't always mean acquiescence or that we're in agreement with agreement with something it can just simply be silence you know sometimes um i think you know culturally we think that if you don't say anything you know, you might be agreeing with something or you might not have a voice to because you're not um, speaking up. But, in fact, um, there is a lot of power in silence and just being um, open to allowing and not controlling, not trying to dictate the way things should go. And I think that's what really appeals to me in coaching. You know, we talk about silence um, in those spaces in the conversation but also in terms of um you know I know in my own life just having those periods of quiet time that where I can experience the silence to get that clarity as well you know um really really interesting topic actually because I know we were talking about um trust recently um you know and how when we open ourselves up Often, you know, when we are still silent, we can open ourselves up to trust more, to let new ideas, let new thoughts come in, almost like the emptying of the mind and of our thoughts and just being open to something new. Mm. You know, I love also too the whole, this whole idea about um, quietening that inner chatter, you know, that that is often in our mind, Um it can be the busyness of our own thoughts or our inner dialogue. Um, you know, a lot of people that I've met over the years, you know, have talked, we've talked about, often talked about how, you know, if I if my mind is racing with thoughts or I've got all these different ideas going on in my head at the time, you know, that I just need to book to silence myself. I just need to to spend some time to find to stop to pause. 
and to empty myself, empty those thoughts, myself of those thoughts so I can get that clarity, you know. And um, I think that's a real, there is a real need today for, for people to, to practice that and to really cultivate that practice, you know. Um, which is why I love starting the day with a period of silence because, you know, that's the quietest part of the day. You can actually hear the birds when you're sitting in silence, you know, um, starting at the, the, the sound of birds or background noise or cars. And, you know, we don't hear that stuff when we're so busy and we're so running around in chaos or whatever it is we're doing during our day. We need to be still and, and silent to hear those um, to those beautiful sounds. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree totally. And one of the things that was just coming to my mind as you were discussing that is that often one of the things we can be busy for is to avoid feelings. So that's certainly yeah. been an experience that I'm very familiar with <laughs> recently. Um, yeah. That that busyness that we can be accustomed to can at times be there as a almost as a distraction strategy for us so that we don't have to feel and so that we don't have to process things or we can avoid having to deal with things so that's just another layer you know of our onion so to speak that we that we peel back becoming aware of why it is that we are so busy and you know in coaching we talk about the six core needs which I'm sure we'll have another uh, chat about at some point in time soon but one of the one of the core needs that we have as human beings is for variety and uh, I've definitely been looking at the way that I at times meet that quite unresourcefully in uh, chaos and uh, in, in avoidance you know like rather than just allowing myself to process things um, seeking out those intense kind of experiences or, or whatever it is, uh, seeking out different things all the time so that I don't have to sit and, and be with what is. So it's, it's certainly a very common thing um, for all of us, I think, if at one point in time or another in our life to, to be almost running from stuff that we don't want to deal with. But, yeah, this, the stillness and silence is certainly the way to combat that in my experience. Yeah, and I think the more that we practice it like anything, the better we get at it. Mm. Um, I can remember when I first learned to meditate and even people that I've taught to meditate or, you know, um, over the years have, you know, some people report just feeling really uncomfortable with sitting still or, or, or being silent um, and fidgety and not wanting to, you know, really just being uncomfortable mm. within themselves and, um, you know, couldn't sit still, couldn't sit in the silence for too long. Um, and, you know, today it's very different for me because today I could sit for hours, you know, if I wanted to, um, although usually I'm prompted to want to get up and do something. But, you know, the longer I spend in silence and the longer I spend sitting in that stillness, the more peace I get, um, you know, and, and that's taken a while to practice that sort of stuff. But I can remember very early on being uncomfortable, you know, even sitting for five minutes. It would seem like a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, and perhaps that was partly wanting to avoid that feeling of um 
you know, me sitting within me mm. and getting to um, be comfortable with myself, you know, um, because we are often so extracted. Well, I know I was so distracted by other external things and, you know, wanting to do, wanting to constantly be busy and um, not being comfortable in this inner stillness, you know, on my own in that silent space. Yeah, and I, I know early on in my, when I began seeking, you know, a practice of stillness, one of the things, one of the driving factors for me was in order to achieve peace, like inner peace. And yeah. I remember I remember the day that I actually decided that that was something I wanted to choose for my life and it's it's a really interesting thing that that didn't happen until I was 32 <laughs> 32 or 33 I can't remember how old I was but uh yeah you know it it's quite remarkable to me now like looking back that I could have been that age and have gone through that much of my life and not actually chosen consciously to bring peace and tranquility and serenity or whatever you want to call it, quietness into my life. Like we become so accustomed to just what well, we can become so accustomed to whatever life throws at us and, and dealing with it. And, you know, we, we go out and get a job, you know, we leave school, we get a job, we buy a house, whatever it is that people do. And you just kind of roll with the, with the punches and, you know, go with the flow and, and often we can forget that we actually have that ability to choose something as major as inner peace, you know, like I think yeah. that's one of the things that I really love about coaching too is that it gives people the opportunity to really take stock of their lives and have a look at where they are at as a, from a holistic perspective and, you know, yeah. it's, it's an opportunity to look at that and sort of, decide what they want for themselves and often in life I think we don't give ourselves that time we don't give ourselves the space to even just sit and work through that stuff you know so it's uh it's definitely a a really really great benefit uh to working with a coach to be able to give yourself that time yeah and I think that you know that's certainly why it's important to continually to practice this stuff because we might not even be aware that, you know, that peace in fact is a choice. Mm. Every moment making choices. And, again, it's that difference between what we know and what we know or may know consciously and that sort of unconscious behaviour that we you know, things don't have to be same old, same old, same old, that we can make that conscious choice to find peace or whatever it is um, and, you know, make those changes in our lives um, if we if we so choose. Um, and silence is, I think silence is very much, um, you know, something that we can choose at any time, you know, where, whatever we're doing, wherever we're going, you know, it's it's... No, it doesn't cost anything. You know, it doesn't take much effort. We can move away. We can, you know, spend that time. Whether it's, it's a bit like you know meditating. We don't have to be sitting under a tree or in a church or you know some sacred space. We can meditate as we walk or as we sit on a bus. Or it's just finding that, you know, that time. I guess 
to, and it doesn't even have to be a lot of time. It can be just a, simply a few minutes a day um, to put ourselves in that state where we are able to be still and silent to make that choice, you know, that we do want to find peace. And I guess if it's a priority, you do practice it. And the more you practice it, the, um, the better at it you become. And then, of course, the better at you become, the more you really think, wow, this stuff is great. You know, I want more of it because with that beautiful feeling of, um, you know, living in that sort of peaceful place, um, you can't not you can't not want to have it. You know what I mean? It's um, I do, yeah. it's some, something I think that the spirit within us really craves, and we we so we so need to teach this stuff to people. I mean, particularly young children. You know, there've been studies where kids have been you know taught to meditate at, at um, you know kindergarten, um, that type of thing, really encouraging kids to choose peace, to find that time to just sit in stillness and. It's okay. We don't have to be jumping around every five minutes doing this, doing that, and just settling, you know. Um, it's also very grounding. Yeah. Don't you think? Like I, I do, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, particularly, you know, if you're able to sort of go and sit out in the middle of nature or, mm. you know, watch <laughs> the sun come out of the ocean or I know up where you live, Tiff, you know, some beautiful parts of the world where you can just connect in silence and, you know, just actually be present to the sounds around you that you you know that we we wouldn't normally hear because we're not, you know, we're never still or we're not silent enough to take in the beauty. A bit like the birds I was talking about before, you know. Yeah. Um, if you've ever sat and just if you know first thing in the morning, or sat on a beach and just watched the sun come up, you know. Um, Whilst it might be very still and silent, you can actually hear the sound of the waves and the breeze and all those, you know, really subtle sounds, nature sounds that we wouldn't normally hear. Mm. Um, you know, if we're just sort of out walking with the headphones on or, you know, talking on the phone or whatever it is, when we're still, we're doing, we're busy, we're noisy. Um, and yet in that silence, we get the gift of not only that, in a beautiful inner peace within ourselves, but just being able to connect to the other sounds, those beautiful natural sounds that are around us. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the thing for me is that connection. It's um, we are connected yeah. to the world around us, and when we stop and slow down in that way, and really yeah. notice what all our senses are telling us, we feel that sense of connection. You know, like it's a. I remember I, yeah. I put a post up a few weeks ago about an experience that I'd had down at the water and just, you know, just a single moment that probably lasted 10 or 15 seconds. Uh, I was able to just unpack it with all the senses and, you know, feeling my feet in the sand and seeing the moon and thinking about the distance to the moon and hearing the sea eagles and watching my son play and being splashed by water and tasting the salt water, you know, like it's, there is so much to be taken from every moment if we actually allow ourselves to stop and slow down and experience it. It, it, it just brings a richness to your life, I think, that that is lacking if you don't have it. And if, if you, as I said before, if, if you're one of these people that hasn't, hasn't even realised that that's a choice we can make, uh, it's an experience that is, is something that's well worth having, you know, giving ourselves 
that gift is um, a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. I I know, um, and I was just thinking too, Tiff, as you were speaking then, that, you know, no matter where I am these days or what I do, I, you know, really consciously try and just check in, you know, and be aware, have that presence. And that comes with, you know, me being silent throughout the day, you know, not not often, but, <laughs> you know, but regularly enough that I'm able to, you know, consciously be aware of that stuff today. Mm. It's taken me a long time to, you know, as I said, to sort of practice that stuff. But um, even, you know, what they call really active listening, which is just not listening to jump in and, judge or you know make it have a have a quick comment to you know is a reaction to what someone has said or said prior but just to allow people to speak and you know give them that silence to be again um, who they want to be and say what they want to say without you know having to resolve the conversation I guess or to take it take it somewhere you know yeah and I guess too what I'm hearing in that is that it it just has a flow-on effect doesn't it you know these these practices of creating stillness they do flow on to all sorts of different areas of our life Um, as you said it it comes into the communication and that then affects relationships it you know it'll affect the way that you uh, relate to people at work you know like it it really does it, it does bring an awful lot to your life yeah, so I think the takeaway for me in terms of today's show is that, you know, it is something that we can constantly um, cultivate and practice. It is a choice, you know, finding, carving out time in our busy world and our busy day to to find stillness and to practice silence. Um, the more we practice, the better we get. As you said, it's about, choosing that inner peace, um, you know, and not avoiding our feelings or being distracted but just being open and allowing thoughts or ideas to come in those spaces, those pauses, um, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. But I guess consciously we're more aware, we're learning, we're, um, you know, I suppose more open through the regular practice and the regular cultivation of that silence mm. to to being still, to being silent, just allowing, you know, not being busy thinking or doing, not being um, distracted by noise. Interesting topic. It is, yeah. And I'm feeling very calm at the end of tonight's talk too. <laughs> yeah. It's um you know I, I absolutely loves I absolutely love silence um you know for someone who does like to speak <laughs> I love silence you know sometimes it's just nice to be have you ever been in the company of a friend where you just don't really need to say anything mm. yeah it's pretty special or, or your kids and you're just hanging out and you're not really even talking you're just quite happy to be silently connected as you say yeah it's beautiful Mm, it is Mm. so i'd love to hear people's thoughts um leave us a comment or 
send an email or drop us a note on our Facebook page, Coach to Coach at Podcast, um, or any ideas really that you want to talk about or um, ideas or topics that you think might be worth um, sharing with others on this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Wouldn't we, Tiff? We sure would, yeah. And I hope that our listeners have got something out of tonight's call and if, if uh, nothing more than just enjoying the uh, the quiet sort of conversation that we've just had because I know, I'm, as I said, I'm feeling very calm <laughs> at the end of our conversation. So I hope that's had the same flow and effect for people listening at home. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I think it's been a great, um, it's been an interesting conversation, Tiff. I'm really um, glad we had this conversation. I can't wait to hear our next topic. Yeah, we'll have to put our so heads together and think of one. Have to, and people have to tune in next next week, next time, and um, we'll catch you again yeah. on the show. Great. Thanks, Tony, and thanks, everyone. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.